Hey there, loser. Has being stuck inside got you down? Want to go to your favorite bar and grill where the burgers are fresh and the tits are out? But you can't go outside, so what the hell do you do? Well, it's time to tell you creepy weirdos that thanks to Grubhub, Hooters now delivers. Now you can bring the boobs and beer home with you without having to even go anywhere. Why get a burger from any other place when you can get one from us that shows up cold and soggy, made by our chef Big Ronnie, who indeed does work near girls with big breasts. Who knows, maybe the cooks themselves have big breasts. That's the thrill of Hooters, you never know. How does your food get to your door and into your mouth? Our delivery man Bill has you taken care of, and boy does he have a set of bazumbas on him. That boy really eats. But the fun doesn't stop there. Bill brought his girlfriend Stacy along for the ride, and she doesn't have big boobs, but she has a friend who will give you a free month on her OnlyFans if you can help them score some weed for the end of Bill's shift. Are you ready for a hell of a time inside? Do you really have a choice? At this point, we're all that's left in business in your neighborhood. So if you're a lonely creeper just settling for some shitty food, order your Hooters from Grubhub today. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What you're asking for is kind of Um, welcome back to the Short News Podcast. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. All right. All right. There we go. Um, so welcome back. This is the show where we complain about what's going on in the world without coming up with any solutions for it. I'm Alex Mador, but that doesn't really matter, does it? I hope your weekend was good. I, I, uh, man, I know mine was. It's been a while. Let me, let me just apologize for the, um, for the delay on the episodes here. I, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a weird, hectic couple of weeks. Um, as I've mentioned, we're moving soon. Um, I've also got some personal things going on and, uh, just just a lot, you know, someone in my family got injured and you know, and I'm in therapy for some other things and you know, it's it's just been I've been exhausted lately. So I'm I'm very sorry that I have not been consistent. But I'm here. We're back. Let's um let's get back into shit, okay? So like um what what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? I have some things about Stop the Asian Hate. Because, um, like, we've been we've been going out uh, a lot more to bars and just out in public in general. And I'm trying to get over my fear of, uh, of hate crimes against Asian people like me. And, and I'm still really afraid to go on the subway after hearing about, you know, Asian people getting stabbed or threatened there. And it just isn't worth it to me. The world is different now and will be different for a while, as long as people are ignorant and believe that all Asians are responsible 
for this pandemic. So stop the Asian hate. Let's all um, use our brains instead of uh, using misdirected anger and hate to make ourselves feel better about the current issues in our society. Can we do that? I, like, I don't know, man. I talk about the, the Asian hate situation every episode, but that's because it legitimately scares me. Like, I'm, I'm glad to be getting out of this city so I don't have to worry about, you know, being stabbed on the subway or something. Because I have nightmares about that quite often, and I can't really make them stop. This shit's happening in our society right now. But, you know what, whatever, let's talk about something else. We're, we, we're back after a while. We should should talk about some fun shit. So, you know, I, I, I've been obsessed with La Reina del Sur, the telenovela on Netflix. I've seen all 63 episodes of season one, which, you know, it only took me less than a month to do. And I was sad when it ended until I found out they added another uh, season in 2019 uh, before the pandemic happened, uh, which, which is crazy because the show's from 2011. So they took some time off, came back, and and it was a more of a cheesy telenovela back then, but it's turned into like a modernized, gritty, grounded, much more action-packed show. Like the the budget is obviously so much more than than in season one. Like Teresa is pretty much Captain America in the first few scenes of of this new season. Like she she took out a whole entire car while on a dirt bike. Captain America style, like jumped over the car, dirt bike. I, you know what? I don't go watch it. You'll be addicted. And it's helping me improve my Spanish, which is a, uh, is a great thing. I'm really gaining an appreciation for, for different languages. And I'm starting to, uh, you know, realize that I need to brush up on my, on my skills, uh, in regards to those things. If I ever want to travel the world, go to other places, and be able to successfully communicate with others, you know, that opens up doors, opportunities um, to, to meet new people and have fun. So, you know, I, you know, watch, watch La Reina del Sur, Queen of the South. They have an, a, they have an English version, like an American version, but it's, it's not as good as the original. So, you know, check that out if you, if you feel like it. Like, if only Republicans felt the same way about different languages, but of course we we have those Karens who get mad at people for speaking Spanish to uh, to someone out in public and start saying, this is America, you speak English here. Which is, you know, which is pretty damn nasty if you ask me. But uh, speaking of Republicans and Karens, what have they been doing these days? How are my audio levels? I, I want to make sure there's not going to be any clicking because I've been hearing it. All right, we're at like a normal level, so I, I don't know. And I, I'm not yelling yet. I've been pretty chill this episode, which is good. Um, so so what's going on with these, uh, these Republicans? Uh, so a vendor on Amazon was... So some seller on Amazon was discovered selling... Packs of blank COVID-19 vaccination cards. Recently, like this week. Um, and, and it's since been, uh, been removed from the site. 
But it's still, you know, it's still something that's happening. People are obviously going out and buying these fake vaccine cards and filling them out themselves. Because, you know, that that's a pretty easy thing to forge. Like, as, as long as we don't have digital vaccine passports that need to be, you know, like registered with your actual vaccination records, then we're screwed because counterfeits are going to be so easy to make. But like, what the actual fuck? The vaccine is free, and you're going out of your way to pay for a piece of cardboard so you can pretend to be doing your part? No one wants you around or your fake vaccine card. You're, 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 a, you're an infectious person. This is why Karen is like, Karen is the word of the year, or the past two years, because these are idiots who think they, they can do this shit. The, the entitlement to think your comfort is more important than the lives of your fellow people. It's disgusting. The fact that these idiots are willing to go so far out of their ways to not have to get vaccinated goes to show how stubborn Americans are whenever they're told what to do. And, and it's always the, the patriots or the people who say they're patriots because they're standing up for their freedoms or some shit like that. We were founded on this. But freedom doesn't give you the right to infect other people at public events by pretending to have gotten immunized. Like, I hate how this shit has to keep going. I, I hate that people are so paranoid about this becoming sheep when it's human nature a lot of the time to follow the group or the majority. If the majority is right, it's not something that's unheard of or manipulated by the occult elite or anything like that. We're, we're meant to follow and learn from one another. Most, most living things do that especially during emergencies when there's a clear solution to a problem and it's a desperate situation. Like, there, there is no malice behind giving out vaccines. There is no manipulation or attempt at control because of a medical treatment which has been around since the 1920s and has been proven to work. It stopped polio. Is that not enough proof for you? That, that was a long time ago. You think that was some mind control back then? No, this shit's been around. Like, do people still think there's a microchip or brainwashing of some sort involved in this? Like, they, they refuse to see the reality of things because these idiots don't ever want to admit they're wrong. And it's not just them. Both sides are so stubborn and refuse to, to learn from the truth. But we need people to fucking accept the facts here. It's not about science becoming a religion or a fear of social control, and, it, it, like, it's about saving humanity. And these conservatards, because that's what they are, are making it impossible for progress to happen, making it impossible for us to get back to living our lives. They don't realize that by resisting what needs to be done, they're extending the COVID rules and mandates that they hate so much. The sooner everyone is vaccinated, the sooner we can... Go back to doing fun shit, and we won't have to distance or wear masks. We can go back to seeing each other's faces and all the shit that Karens cry about not being able to do. Don't you want to go back to that life? Like college kids. College kids want to go back to living on campus with their friends safely. You know, partying, sharing spit and fluids and fucking and all of that germy-ass shit. 
It could potentially cause the spread of illnesses. Don't you want to let those college kids have that experience like you and me had? By, by not getting the vaccine, you're making it so those kids have to stay at home with their fucking annoying-ass helicopter parents who don't even want them living with them anymore. Sitting in classes on the computer, not getting to know anyone, not getting to be friends with anyone outside of who they know from high school. They need to explore. They need to be away from their overbearing parents. They need to, you know, do drugs and fuck around and live their lives. So, stop being selfish. Get the vaccine. Let people get back to doing the shit they want to do because unlike the unvaccinated people, the people who have been doing the right things here this past year and a half actually deserve to go back to regular life. You can disagree with me if you want, but that's only because you don't want to admit to being wrong about your public declarations against vaccines. Your ego is too fragile to admit that you're being stupid and that you're wrong. And Amazon, eBay, all those online merchants need to be on top of their shit, making sure no one is selling fake vaccine cards. If they find someone who's selling these, they need to submit all the offender's account information, including IP address, to the feds so they can properly deal with this because that's fucking serious, man. They're, they're endangering everyone else. I'm so annoyed with that. Of course, the conservatives will be mad about me saying that, but that's only because this enforcement would apply to them specifically. They don't want that. Counterfeiting anything important is illegal, though, I'm pretty sure. People just just get vaccinated, please. Like I, I went to a Yankees game with no mask. And it was amazing. Might have gotten COVID because I was having, you know, minor breathing issues it, it, for like a day, two days. That was about it. Very minor. And, and it could have been worse if I didn't have the vaccine. I, you know, I don't know how to properly convince people that they need to get this shit. It's very important. Um, so, so that's what's going on there. Sorry for that rant. Um, another news, uh, Bitcoin and crypto in general is falling, but Bitcoin is falling. It, it was at 60K at one point a few weeks ago, but all crypto pretty much crashed after Elon Musk went on SNL last month and called Dogecoin a hustle. He admitted to that, and he's the king of the pump and dump. Um, he had all this, all this money in crypto, then sold, screwing everyone else over in the process. Rumor is he doesn't want normal people profiting off crypto investments, so he's trying to fight for there to be restrictions on normal people making these investments. Because, God forbid, anyone normal get rich from smart investing like him. You know, everyone makes Elon Musk out to be some hero, but I know the truth. He's a scam artist. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing who only wants to make himself even richer. At whatever cost. He's inflated Tesla's stock price dishonestly. He screwed normal people over by pumping and dumping different coins. Everything he does is a trick or a scam. He didn't even create PayPal. He got kicked out before it got big. He's marketed himself as like the real life Iron Man. But Iron Man wouldn't fucking scam millions of people out of billions of dollars in investments 
Like Iron Man wouldn't ditch the Earth to go to Mars with the most elite humans who Musk thinks deserve to go to space and outlive everyone else. That's not a hero. That's another greedy, out-of-touch CEO who wastes his money building penis rockets as a personal project when that money could be used towards saving the Earth instead of escaping for himself. And if anyone ever tries to defend Elon Musk, ask them, what has he done for you? The answer is nothing. I used to think he was awesome and epic and the coolest CEO ever to grace the earth, but no, that's T-Mobile CEO John Legere. But he stepped down, I think, last year. But the new CEO is pretty cool too. They, they have a good marketing. Uh, they have good marketing. Um, but, but that dude cared about his uh, customers. Tesla makes cars with expensive cars with cheap defective parts. The autopilots have baked and the batteries are dangerous. If there's a collision, they explode or light on fire. These are, these are all dangers that Musk knows about but does not care about. Not really the best person to trust about financial things when you really think about all the fucked up decisions he's made and things he's said and done. But that's the thing with these CEOs. They're so out of touch. Mark Zuckerberg gets compared to a robot on a daily basis. These people stopped understanding what people, regular people needed once they became rich and famous. That's why they focus on things like space travel when we have enough problems here on Earth that they have enough money to pretty much solve. But they won't. But whatever, man. I could talk about out-of-touch executives for hours. Like, I, I have plenty of those in my family who don't actually understand how normal, non-wealthy people like you and me live. And it's dangerous to trust people like that when they, de- they, they pretend to be doing things for you, but it's really of no benefit to you. So just be careful about who you call your hero, because one day they might trick you into pumping some shitcoin and then leaving, leave you in the dust as they sell all their, their shitcoin assets off without saying anything, and then your, your coin, your, your, your um, portfolio is worth like one cent. Um, just because someone is rich doesn't mean they're trustworthy. And really, it, it, it might be the contrary of that. Like the richer someone is, the less you should trust them because it takes a certain type of person to hoard that much money. It takes someone with, with the mind of a crook. So don't trust someone just because they're rich. That doesn't mean they're all like at all credible. And I always see pretend rich people or actual rich people trying to sell their steps to success and seminars on Clubhouse and shit like that, Instagram. There, there, there are no 12 steps to being rich. You have to step on so many heads to get to that level. No one with the heart can possibly make it there. The, the rich people trying to sell you the secrets to making it in life don't actually have the answers. They're just trying to get richer off of your shit, off of your money. But, and they're, they're preying on people who actually do need those answers because they're trying to get a better life for themselves and for their families. The rich people selling these schemes know this and take advantage of it. Like, dude, I was on Clubhouse the other day. Speaking of Clubhouse, I joined this NFT group on there because I want to get more involved in the art community. And I have to say, some people on there are really awesome people. You can just tell. But then you have narcissistic weirdos who, who demand things from you. Like it's some sort of 
old. Like this dude was yelling at everyone in the clubhouse room because no one had placed an initial bid on his work. And he was like, I literally just need this one favor. Just one fucking bid. We need to help each other here. Like I can bring people in here for you. I brought Grant Cardone into this room one time and he bought NFTs from people. I can do that for you. I have that ability. And like, he's like trying to explain or brag that he has this leverage. And the host of the room is like, yeah, I, I can, most of the people here can bring Grant Cardone into this room as well, dude. A lot of us can do that. Like kind of saying you're not fucking special, man. And it just really rubbed me the wrong way to hear that guy demanding a bid like that. Like what, what a terrible salesman. Imagine that being a commercial. One fucking bit. Come on. What are you doing? Put in your fucking order. Are you serious? Help me out, man. Call 1-800-222-6969. Call it. What are you doing? Yeah, like that. Like, sometimes I don't get bids on my NFTs for days or weeks. And I don't start yelling at people like that and trying to fake some sort of leverage to manipulate people into doing my bidding. Like, I don't know who that guy is, but I have a feeling he's going to be a problem for this group. I don't know. Speaking of problems for groups on Clubhouse, oh, man. Oh, man. As you might know, I host an OCD support group on that app, on on Clubhouse, and it's going very well. We have people from all over the world coming on there to talk about their issues and we're all, we're I think we're past 400 members at at this point which which is really exciting and since since it's something I, I I started only a couple months ago it's surprising but like I said it's been it's been going really well but some new people have shown up which which will happen since it's growing and and I'm glad that new people have shown up Elena and I have been having a fantastic time connecting with everyone and moderating these chats but there have been one or two people that have come into the fold of things over the last week or two uh, who really, really mess with the vibes of the whole group. And I'm not good at this stuff. Like, I'm not going to name names, obviously. That would be fucked up. Um, that would that, be horrible to put someone from a support group on blast like that. But this dude showed up last week, and at first he, he seemed pretty chill. Like, he... He had a lot of experience dealing with OCD in his own life. And I was really happy he was there because he had some interesting insight to add to the conversation. But then he starts dominating the conversation. Remember, this is my and Milena's support group, but this asshole literally starts leading the group. He's completely takes over, doesn't let anyone speak, talks over other people for like 40 straight minutes. It's just him talking. And all of us just sitting there in silence while he goes on and on, like uh, talking as though he's a doctor or something, like he's leading a seminar when, when in fact he has zero medical experience at, at all in any field. So he's complaining about how his female therapists weren't very good, but once he met his male therapist, it was much better for him. And I'm like, okay, that's not really something you want to say to a group of dominantly women. Like it's literally me, him, and then the rest of us the rest of them are women. So that was the first red flag, just a minor red flag, because it was a small comment in passing that I didn't even notice. Like, Ashley was the one that noticed it initially, 
because she was there in the room and I, and once she pointed it out to me I was like oh yeah that's kind of weird um but but then someone asks about everyone's experiences with medication and of course he just jumps in dominates the conversation again starts saying people who take medication turn into zombies and you shouldn't take medication and I'm getting pissed because that's fucking insulting to me and to other people that take meds like I take meds every day just to feel normal and it doesn't turn me into a fucking zombie so I say something along the lines of you know just saying just want to mention we aren't doctors or professionals in any way so I don't think we should be making blanket statements about something that could uh, potentially be a great tool to help someone with their mental issues and then he immediately starts backpedaling oh I, I didn't I didn't mean it like that I I mean mostly for me like for, in my opinion like it's not something I would I would want for myself, but it's totally fine for anyone else. I would just say try other things before you go with medication. And it's like this fucking asshole can't help himself. I said not to start telling people they should avoid medication. And he still, after being called out, goes on to say, yeah, yeah, I, I, I only meant for me, but also don't try medication until you've tried everything else. Like, dude, there's not many other fucking solutions. Just because... You're so self-righteous doesn't actually make you better than anyone else just because you don't take medication, which might actually help you in not being a fucking asshole anymore. Just maybe. But you wouldn't know because you're too good for it, right? Fuck that guy. Seriously. And he showed up on Thursday again, fucking dominated the whole conversation. But like, you know, it was really funny. He, um, so he shows up, starts dominating the conversation, and then. Um, this new guy shows up who he starts talking about like LGBTQ stuff. And I've noticed every time somebody LGBTQ, um, comes into the room, this guy just leaves. He leaves. And then he'll pop in and see if that person is still there and then he'll leave again. And then if that person's gone, he comes back and then he starts talking again. But like, I've noticed that he's, he, he's mentioned that he comes from a conservative background. I'm like, damn, this dude is like, wow, I, I, I do not like this person. <laughs> I do not like this person. And, and, and I'm a dick on here on this show. Like that's different. This is just you and me here. It's okay to do that. But when you're moderating a support group, it, it isn't really the right time to start, you know, being mean to someone, like even if they're offending you. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm such an angry person that I have to stay quiet under the risk of saying something that might make things worse. And I I was so close to blowing up when he said the medication thing, he said it twice, two different days. Like, I don't know, man, I, I, I need to probably talk to my therapist about this, but there's a lot of stuff going on in my life that I also need to talk to my therapist about like my brother got in a moped accident so he's he's got a broken knee he's bedridden can't can't move can't do anything um we're moving in a matter of weeks uh classes have started uh there's a lot of my play with you know podcast and support group and the music business and nfts but you know whatever uh i need to i need to figure out how to properly moderate this group where this asshole isn't dominating the show the entire time because other people deserve a chance to discuss their own experiences, but they aren't being allowed that opportunity. And sometimes I have something I want to say, 
but this dude does not shut up. Like, I might have to hit his mute button tonight if he goes for too long, if he shows up. Something needs to be done. Maybe we need to add a timer or something. We used to do that um, at Narcotics Anonymous when I would go in high school. Yes, I was in NA when I was in high school. I used to do a lot of cough syrup. Um, there would be an egg timer, and that would uh, that would be that was how we would know when to stop speaking and go to the next person, and that way everyone had a had a chance to go. Otherwise, people could talk for hours about their addictions and issues. So, I'm probably gonna bring this up with uh, with Milena and see what she thinks about adding a timer so we can allow for more equal opportunities to speak in the group. But I am not looking forward to seeing this dude on here on Clubhouse. Like I really. I really don't want to see him there. But what, I'm going to tell someone seeking support that they aren't allowed in the support group? I don't know, but it just sometimes seems like he's not there for support. It seems like he's there to preach. I don't know, it's fucked up. It's fucked up in both ways, but, you know, I guess I have to tell him to stop being a dick somehow. Maybe he'll find this podcast once he wonders who I even am to be moderating an OCD support group. Then he'll hear this part and be like, oh shit. I might be ruining this this dude's support group. One can only hope for that to be the case. Anyways, that's enough of that. Another thing from Clubhouse, I guess. Do you know how I've joked around about Drake Bell being on Clubhouse in the NFT rooms under a fake name and being like, why is Drake Bell hiding in Clubhouse? Like, we all know it's him. Like, why, why is he hiding? People have been like, oh, hey, Drake, like, how you doing? Like, in the rooms. And he's under the name Fred Norris. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, so so I've been in a bunch of rooms with him lately. Or I've been in a bunch of rooms that he would usually be in. And lately he hasn't been there, though. He's been nowhere to be found on Clubhouse. I, I don't know why. Oh, oh, right. Yes, I do. I do. He got caught being a predator, child predator. He was sending some sexual messages to a child as most people who work with Dan Schneider are known to do. So I guess he was arrested in Ohio after he turned himself in, gave his DNA, all that shit. Like, I I don't know if he's going to have to register as a sex offender, but that will really fuck up his career from here on out unless he pulls a Jake Paul and just acts like none of this affects him. I don't know. I wonder what he's doing now. Everyone in the NFT room knows it's him. So I guess he feels too ashamed to join anymore. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Like, what a fucking creep. Why are all these celebrities into little kids? What's what's the deal with that? Like, I would do a Seinfeld voice for that, but he also dated a child. What's the deal with dating teen girls? Why do I do it all the time? Um, like, why doesn't anyone go the other way? Like, try just try dating MILFs all the time instead. That would be pretty badass in my book. I think that's cool. Like, high school girls think about things in such an insecure, stupid, immature, superficial, idealized way. It's easy for someone with celebrity status to convince them to do whatever they want, and it's fucked up. That dynamic there, that that authority, I guess that you that that power that that power dynamic that that celebrity has over that kid is fucked up, and and it's not allowed. 
It's not allowed. It's not cool. But an older lady. Now that's a challenge. They're experienced in life in general. They know what they want. And they, they aren't about playing mind games. So my suggestion to these weird celebrities with kinks, taboo kinks, is go the other way. Go after cougars. Stop going after underdeveloped children who don't know what they even want in their lives. Like I said, the power dynamic there is wrong. So Drake Bell, or Jared Drake Bell, or Drake Campana, depending on what high school he's prowling, is not a good person. Another great television show is now ruined for me. Thanks, Obama. Anyways, it's time for... It's the time of the episode. The time where we make fun of our favorite vacationing Texas Senator Ted Cruz and follow him on his journey to become the most hated politician in America. So let's see what this dude has been up to in this installment of Roasting. Ted Cruz. I gotta find it it here. Oh, here's one from uh, from 15 hours ago. I mean, it's titled "Just a Few Months into the Biden Administration, and they're already politicizing the IRS." How much time does he have on his hand, where, on his hands, where he can just continuously go on Fox News and just like, just be a fool? I like, I don't know, I don't know, but it's really funny. We have a good time with it. Let's get into it. Who the fuck is this news anchor? <laughs> all right, ready. Talk about all this is a great friend. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, a member of the Foreign Relations Committee and a wonderful ally during the Trump administration years. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz, welcome, sir, to the program. I want you to, you and I to have a great uh, talk about foreign policy. But first, you heard my opening riff on this crazy ProPublica IRS scandal. And um, being the smart gentleman you are, I thought you might have a thought on it. Well, Larry, it's great to be with you. John, being back on air, things seem right in the world with you back on air, and, and I always enjoy your analysis of what's going on in the world. As usual, you're spot on. When it comes to the IRS, this is an abuse of power. It's a grotesque abuse of power. It's politicization of the IRS. We saw Barack Obama politicize the IRS, and we're just a few months into the Biden administration, and they're politicizing the IRS. How are they and, you politicizing know, if, if, the IRS? Oh, because Biden is taxing rich people? I don't want to be taxed on my money. My Ted Cruz is out of commission. My Ted Cruz impression? <clears throat> Let me just um calibrate here. <clears throat> Thank you, Sean. <laughs> oh, fuck. I have, I have no testicles. I have no testicles. So I'm, I'm angry at the tax, taxes that are coming in because I was go- going to get this surgery. Alex Mador sent me his guinea pig's balls. I have them in my freezer. I tried sewing them on. They just fell right off. So I, I put them back in the freezer. And, and I, you know, I, cause I, yo necesito mis cojones. And, uh, you know, I, I was going to pay for that surgery out of pocket because it's not covered. 
by insurance. You know, because because the Republicans don't care about health insurance. <laughs> and uh so I, I I can't now because I'm gonna be taxed too much thanks to Biden. So it, you know, I call it the ball sack tax. You're sitting at home and you're thinking, well, that's just those super rich billionaires. What do I worry about? Yeah, that? what do I Listen, worry about? If their privacy of their tax filings isn't protected, your privacy isn't either. And whoever leaked this illegally should be prosecuted and should go to jail. And, and I'll tell you the best solution for this is what I've been advocating for a long time, which is that we should adopt a simple flat tax. It's what you said in your, in your opening monologue. Broaden the base, lower the rates, have a simple flat tax. Fill out your taxes on a postcard and then abolish the IRS. Mm. Get rid of that abusive, politicized institution. Shut them down. I love that, Senator. You know I love that. I'm a sucker for all that stuff. I got Laffer coming on later in the show. He's going to walk through it again. But thank you for that, especially. Uh, let's turn to this um, G7 meeting and Uncle Joe cavorting in the uh, English uh, countryside. First of all, what do you think? Does he... Does he understand how high the stakes are? Who the fuck is this guy? What do you think? Does he understand? <laughs> oh, is he going to... They're, they're showing a video of Joe Biden walking down the stairs of Air Force One. Is he going to fall again? See, we make fun of everyone here. Joe Biden pisses me off, too. They they don't like him. I, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I just don't... I don't enjoy him. You know, he I think he's an out of touch politician and he's he is sleepy Joe. You know, I call him ice cream Joe. You know, cuz I don't really see him sleep very often, but but he is he does like ice cream. It's like, dude, why are you eating so much ice cream? Do your fucking job. But at least he's not golfing every every you know, 365 days a year. At least there's that. He is he is working. Okay, whatever. So they're mad about the tax thing. They're mad that Biden is on his Euro tour for eight days to meet allies. Um, I don't know how they're going to spin this to be something bad, but they're going to find a way to do it. And we are here to mock Ted Cruz because petty mocking, petty mockery is exactly what Ted Cruz hates so much and he begged for people to stop i want please stop with the personal attacks stop with the personal attacks they really hurt my feelings they make me very sad heidi and my kids make fun of me when i get home i had to leave buy a second apartment so i could go cry in it cry in my shower because they were making fun of me because they were listening to me cry outside there bad times it was bad times in the post-Trump era, we can't give up, for example, NATO paying its own dues. We can't let Russia rule the roost, not just with Nord Stream, but with many other things. We can't spend our time on foreigners raising American taxes. I mean, what do you think? Where do you think Biden is going? What's the substance here? I know the pomp and circumstance, but in terms of foreign policy, one of your areas of expertise, what should he be doing? Well, Larry, I've got to say it's been stunning to see in the first five months foreign policy blunder after foreign policy blunder after foreign policy blunder. You, you have to go back to the Jimmy Carter administration to find an administration that had as many catastrophic foreign policy mistakes. 
Joe Biden began his presidency by ripping up. Yo, the- didn't didn't your boy? Didn't your boy Donald Trump ban Muslims? Wasn't there like a blanket ban on Muslim countries? Like people, yeah, they can't come in. <laughs> he was like, they can't come in. If you are this color, you cannot come in. He had like a color swatch from Lowe's on the um, on the wall of immigration. You can't come in. Sorry, sorry, you are too brown. The Remain in Mexico agreement, an historic agreement President Trump had negotiated with Mexico that had lowered illegal immigration to the lowest rate in 45 years. Biden ripped that agreement up, and we now have a border crisis that Joe Biden created. Not only that, we, we, we saw Joe Biden in the Middle East undermine our friends and strengthen our enemies. We saw Joe Biden... Un- Is he talking about Israel? Undermine Israel and Prime oh. Minister Netanyahu. Oh my we God. saw him. See, that was another thing. I saw that this um, this dude in the OCD support group that's being a dick, a dominating dick. He's also in a bunch of pro-Israel groups, and I'm like, oh fuck you! Like, wow. So like, it's like, dude, you don't like Palestine or something? Like, what? What's your problem with them? Are you a racist and a homophobe? Like. What what does Ted Cruz have to gain from supporting Netanyahu, who is a fucking war criminal? I really don't know. Send over $250 million to the Palestinian Authority that is in bed with Hamas and, and pledge as his number one foreign policy objective, sending billions of dollars to the Ayatollah Khamenei who pledges and chants death to America and death to Israel. And what did that do? It took what had been historic peace, flowering peace of the Abraham Accords, and within nine months turned it into war in the Middle East with over 4,000 rockets raining down upon Israel. And and then you mentioned Russia a a minute ago. It is stunning that Joe Biden managed to give a multi-billion dollar gift to Vladimir Putin. He waived the mandatory sanctions. I authored those sanctions, bipartisan sanctions. President Trump signed them into law, not once, but twice. They shut down that pipe. He, he shut down the thing I wrote. So, you know, my feelings, my feelings are very hurt. My Ted Cruz needs work. Wow. I don't know what happened. You know, it, it seems as though my balls are too big to do the Ted Cruz impression anymore. Oh, sorry. I'm just having an energy drink. These are very good. Let me shout out this company. I'm not getting paid for this. We don't do ads on this show, if you haven't noticed anymore. Um, We'll go back to the fake advertisements at some point. You know, um, at some point. But I started getting these all-natural energy drinks instead of um, Red Bull, which has taurine in it, which comes from ox bile, which um, you don't, why would you want to put that in your system? Um, so it's called Celsius um, Essential Energy, and it comes in a can, like sparkling, uh, sparkling energy water or sparkling energy drink, and it's delicious. And it doesn't make you crash. Like Red Bull, you'll drink five, not five, you'll drink like one or two cans, and then like an hour later, you're sleeping. It, it like doesn't work. It's, it's just not effective.
I, I can't I can't deal with it. I really can't. But but these these Celsius and and other other ones too, like these Sambazon Amazon energy drinks that you can get at Whole Foods are are delicious. They're delicious and and they really they really wire you. Because they have um they have yerba mate in them. And uh that that shit is strong. Oh, you thought you thought cold brew was strong? Wait till you try yerba mate. Oh, it tastes strong too. But that shit's like cocaine. Holy shit! It's just tea. It's pretty much just tea. It's very strong tea with lots and lots of caffeine. Like, dude, that shit will fuck you up. And you just sip on that all day, and you're wired. So don't don't do before you tr- ever try Adderall. Just get some like for work. Get some yerba mate from the store. Make it. Drink it. You'll thank me. It tastes weird, but you'll thank me. So what, what is this fucking dude saying again? Something about Israel. How we're. We're like helping out all these countries that we shouldn't be helping. And Ted Cruz was mad because he authored the uh, Russian sanctions. And I authored that. So I was offended that he, I took it as a personal attack because I did, I actually did a thing that I thought was a contribution, a worthwhile contribution for once in my life. And, and Joe Biden took that away. He took that away like Donald Trump took away my testicles. Back in 2015, it really hurts. It hurts a lot. I, I I don't I don't know what I can do about it, other than cry, other than cry. You know, at the end of the day, I'm just a man. I'm just a man who crumples at the side of a threat line from Russia to Germany. It was an incredible bipartisan victory. It was a victory for Europe. It was a victory for America and American jobs. And what did Joe Biden do? He said, Putin, start the pipeline again. I'm waiving the sanctions. And this is, I believe, a generational geopolitical mistake Mm. that will strengthen Russia at the expense of all of the West. See, this is so serious. You're quite right. And we did work together on these sanctions. You know, we had him stopped out the last 100 miles, which is not nothing in in that game, as as you want to. What's so ironic here, Senator, is that supposedly you got all these media people saying, well, now we can normalize relations with Europe because President Trump is gone. I think that's hogwash. But the irony is that the Europeans, the EU, opposes the uh, Nord Stream 2. The EU is opposed to Germany playing ball with Russia. Now, why, if Biden wants to make love to the EU, uh, if such a thing is fathomable, why not start? I mean, to me, he should have said, "Okay, we are going to keep the sanctions. Nobody can help the last hundred miles and deal, you know, deal blow to Russia. But he didn't do it. Yeah, no, look, you're exactly right. The European Parliament has voted to condemn Nord Stream 2. The vote was 400 and some odd votes to about 100. It was an overwhelming vote in the European Parliament. And and this is really an amazing foreign policy victory. You know, you go back to the sum. I mean, yeah, I'm not really for pipelines, but I, I don't know what went into that decision. I don't. And, you know, that's the thing. 
we we get mad about all kinds of shit. You know what I was mad about was Kamala said some bitchy bitchy shit about immigration to the Guatemalans, and you know I I need more info on that at some point. But did I say Kamala or Kamala? Which one did I say? I fucking I fuck that up all the time, and I I feel like I'm Trump when I do that. I'm like fuck. I did talk about how there there are Trumps in my in my blood. There there is Trump in my blood. I shit you not. I shit you not. My ancestry, my genes. You know, you do that. You you send in your spit. There are Trumps in my family. A few, a bunch. Dude, you know how fucking scary that is. It's like Luke Skywalker finding out that like Darth Vader is his dad. Like, what do I have to do to distance myself from those people? Uh, well, hopefully they're not connected by blood to the actual, to those Trumps, you know? Hopefully it's a different, different set of Trumps, you know? That'd be so fucking scary if it was, like, Donald Trump Jr. Like, no, no, half-brother, What? Mom, what did you do? Oh, that'd be so gross. That'd be so gross. Mom, that's why you hate Donald Trump. <laughs> Ugh, okay. Um, let's see if this goes anywhere because it's like Ted Cruz is just gonna bitch and moan about how Democrats are getting all of the things done that they weren't able to do the last four years. And Ted, Ted is being a bitch about it. So, summer of 2019, where where Putin was rushing to build this pipeline, I first introduced the sanctions, seeking to shut it down. And there was Russian disinformation that that that, that Putin was putting out that said the sanctions wouldn't work, they couldn't work, there was no way to stop the pipeline. Though that misinformation was a lie then, it's a lie today. We passed those sanctions. I got Democratic support, Republican support, passed it through both houses of Congress. President Trump signed that bill, if I remember correctly, at 7 p.m. on a Thursday. At 6.45 p.m., 15 minutes before it was signed into law, the company that was building Nord Stream 2 announced they were immediately halting construction. Yes. Yes. And for a year, it lay dormant. Yes. Now. Tony Blinken's talking point is, well, they inherited a tough situation because it was 90% built. Well, 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 you know what? A 90% complete pipeline is 0% complete. It doesn't a work absolutely. until you finish it. We, we and, we and Biden came in and gave this yeah, to Putin. Gave the, you know, we had him over a barrel, and he gave it away. And you're absolutely right. Let me just ask you the last few moments, sir. I'm interested in your thoughts on U.S. Anglo, U.S.-British relations. Oh, what? Um, Boris Johnson gets a fairly good press, but he's a bit of an erratic. I mean, I've known him for a long time. You probably have, too. He's a bit of an... You guys are going to shit on Boris Johnson? Look at the two of you. You fucking losers. I don't like Boris Johnson either. He's like Trump. He's like dumb, dumb, bumbling Trump. But what what are you going to say about him? Isn't he on your side? Or not, no, he even he even doesn't like Trump. He hates Trump, Boris. He was talking shit with all the other world leaders. They were all remember that that picture or that video where they're all like making fun of Trump behind his back, like they're at the cool kids table or something. Dude, that was fucking awesome. 
That was fucking great. I missed that. Oh. An erratic guy. Um, there's Sorry, a couple things. A Number one, do you anticipate, do you think the Bidens will, and do you think we should move to a free trade deal with Britain in the Brexit era? And, and number two, Senator, do you think we can rely on Boris Johnson to keep Huawei out of the 5G game in England? At first, by the way, they were very bad. But then after COVID, uh, Prime Minister got very sick and suddenly hated the Chinese. And now Huawei is out. Right. Will we keep them out? And in your judgment, uh, in the post-Brexit era, should we have a free mm -hmm. trade deal? Kind of, kind of dangerous to say hated the Chinese. You could say hated the Chinese government. But why are you saying that anybody hates the Chinese because they got sick? I don't know. That seems kind of fucked up to me. Uh, maybe I'm just nitpicking. Um, yeah, two great questions. Two on great question questions. number one, I think we absolutely should have a free free trade agreement with the United Kingdom. They they are are one of our closest allies, an incredibly close and valuable ally. Boris Johnson has been a strong leader for the UK. Uh, I am worried that the Biden admin is going to try to undermine that, 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 that they're mad about Brexit and, yeah. and, and, and that they're, they're going to try to work against our allies as they're doing across the globe. And, and you know, on, on Huawei, I, I've got to say that the UK government, as, as you noted at the beginning, they were going to have Huawei install significant telecom infrastructure Hell in the United no. Kingdom. You spoke out against Hell that. No. President Trump spoke out yeah. against it. I, had I think we all need to speak out against Huawei. Yo, they the shit they did with spying on people, dude. Yo, that that was like that was fucked up. That was like, see, like as much as I say, um, you know, don't don't go after, like, don't blame Chinese people. Don't, because they didn't do shit. They they're under the rule of that government. It's the government. That sucks. There. Usually it's the government. When you hate, like, a blame a group of people, you shouldn't be blaming them. All of them, I mean. You should, you should be blaming the government. And, you know, that, that is, uh, that's, that's that. That's what I'm saying there. Cause, cause they, they're the ones doing the spying or telling Huawei to, to do the spying. And if Huawei were to put, um, telecom towers in a country, yeah, that would be not good. They would be intercepting all kinds of data. So I agree with them on this. You know, I I think a lot of times Republicans are being um, are being very paranoid and xenophobic about things, but this is one of those cases where we have evidence of of Huawei doing foul shit, foul surveillance shit. Nigel Farage on, on my podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz, oh, and Nigel was there. We were podcast. talking about this topic, and I, and I pointed out the UK is part of the Five Eyes Intelligence right. Sharing Agreement, right. our closest allies. Right. And, and the problem is Huawei is a Chinese espionage ag agency. Oh. And so if Huawei provides their interest. Ted Cruz doing, um, Ted Cruz doing podcast sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by my favorite thing here, uh, Blue Chew. Blue Chew. If you, you're like me and you have no balls, you have a tough time getting it up.
you get that willy up. It's you know it's hard to do sometimes. You got to take some dental floss, you know, tie it to it and play with it like a marionette. Yeah, and that's the only way you can get it get it to uh you know have the illusion of going out. But then then I found blue chew. I crush that up. I put it in my cereal every morning. You know, I grind it up into a milkshake. And that's that's what I do. That's what I do to feel okay. That's what I have to do. So this this podcast, The Verdict with Ted Cruz, is brought to you by Blue Chew. My favorite favorite thing thing to do. Structure. It sets up for the Chinese communists to, to intercept our communications. And, and what I told Nigel and what was covered heavily in the UK, I said, listen, we love the Brits, but four eyes are better than six eyes, mm-hmm. which means as, mm-hmm. as important as that alliance is, we're not willing to give our most confidential secrets to the Chinese. Thankfully, and you noted it right, after COVID, the British leadership realized the Chinese communists can't be trusted. I got to say, as Joe Biden goes to Europe, I have zero faith that, that he will stand up against China, that he will stand up against Huawei. The Biden administration refused even to commit to keeping Huawei on the entities list. I asked multiple Biden cabinet nominees that. Not a one of them would make that commitment. And so if Joe Biden wants to show he can do something, he's going to be in Europe. Yep. When he's talking with the EU, he ought to get the EU to agree, just like the Brits yep. have, to keep Huawei out of Europe. That's if no other reason, Senator Ted, I want to have you on to raise that 5G point and give it some visibility. Nobody pays any attention to it. You are quite right. It's the heart of our global intelligence system, the five eyes. We cannot let it slip. You're also right. I mean, you and I have talked a million times about this. Huawei is not on our team. They're on China's team. And I think it's important that the Biden stay with this. And I think, by the way, they got to keep uh, Boris. This is why you should just use iPhones, you know, like. Why would anybody use an Android? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> but like, there shouldn't be Androids. Like, they're so clunky and and annoying and and just they they're shitty and not smooth at all whatsoever. No matter like, even if you spend like I spent like six hundred dollars on a Galaxy Note years ago, that shit was horrible horrible like it ran fine for maybe like a week and then after that it was just it was trash it was complete trash i went back to an iphone six months later if even six months that's how bad it was like i was i could not wait to get rid of that phone that that's how bad but um but yeah yeah so so huawei I do, I do agree with him that Huawei is a, is a sketchy company. A lot of a lot of tech news companies were reporting on that and how they were spying and how they no longer are allowed to be sold. I don't think they're allowed to be sold here. Are people allowed to buy Huawei phones? They they used to be huge. They were a big deal because their their technology was very good. But then it turned out it was all just like a front for surveillance. Kind of like that app, that messaging app that all the drug traffickers were using. Little did they know the app was made by the FBI. <laughs> oh, that sucks. So they were all like, yeah, this is a secure platform made for us. And so the FBI is like, hell yeah, it was made for you guys. So we could fucking get all your messages. 
they're talking about like, yo, we got to kill this person. Yo, we got to put these drugs in this and then put it over here. Yo, FBI fucking wet dream. FBI wet dream. Those dudes were creaming over this shit when they, when they made that app and got all this info. But, um, but yeah, anyways. Who is this Paris, Paris Chilton? Oh, an NFT person. Okay, um, so what we're gonna do now, because we do this, um, we do this quite often, uh, we, um, yeah, let me just type this in, so we're gonna go back to keeping up with the Karens, because that is something that we, you know, we gotta do, we gotta do it. And you know, now that the mask mandates are winding down, um, becoming less of a thing, things are starting to chill out a little bit with COVID here in America, at least. Um, you know, the freakouts are most likely going to have different contexts outside of their, uh, outside of, I'm not putting on a mask, you know? So, so that's good. That's good. Here we go. You're a bad driver. You're a goofy. You're fat. You're a goofy. You're fat. You're a goofy. I haven't heard goofy in like six years. Do people still say that? That's like a Chicago thing. We shouldn't even have to pay taxes according to the Constitution. So what do you mean by that? Have you read the Constitution? <laughs> I skimmed through it like most reading assignments. <laughs> to bring it with me, um, but you ought to. Well, I don't know the Constitution. That's why I carry it with me. I just don't have it today. But God says that we shouldn't have to pay taxes. <laughs> why do you think Nancy Pelosi is so anti-God? Because she is a demon. Yeah, I believe wholeheartedly that woman is. She is, is a demon. She's exactly. A, she's a reptile. Communism like Fail. crazy. She's a reptile. just showed up. Are you not sick of this? Also, go ahead. Call the police. Call the police. Come I cannot believe that we are this. Honestly, I cannot believe. That anybody is putting up with I can't it. believe. I cannot believe you are putting up with this. This is a virus with a 99.9%. Nine, that's from CDC. It's such a bullshit. Oh, okay, so that. I guess the mask thing is still going on. got denied on a, a refund on a half a decade old item. How are you going to return something five years later and expect to get your refund when they probably don't even sell that shit anymore? You're not going to take it out of my fucking face, bitch! You stupid cunt! Shut the fuck up! You want to get knocked the fuck out? Oh, shit. Shut what? the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Back me the fuck up, bitch! You stupid fuck! Come on, bitch! Do it! Back me the fuck up! I ain't gonna leave nowhere! 
You're gonna give me a fucking refund. Jesus. Okay. Okay, for your fucking store and I'm not fucking asking for a refund. Don't matter where it came from. It came from your fucking store. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up. You want some? Shut the fuck up then. You're gonna fight an employee at Walmart. That's so I ain't gonna leave classy. nowhere, bitch! You Jesus. stupid guy! What the what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Exactly! I get more bitch than you, bitch! Who the fuck are you? I'm bitch! What? This is Silvis, bitch! This ain't no this ain't no fucking big store! This is Silvis, Illinois! Yeah, you grew up here, bitch. Yeah, it, it sounds like you <laughs> fucking cunt. Jesus. Silvis, bitch, if you grew up here, you know better. Get my fucking face. What is wrong with this guy? Extra cream and sugar, whipped cream with drizzle on top of mocha. Right? So woman verbally assaults Dunkin' Donuts staff over over mocha being added before drizzle in her drink rather than after you're gonna do this at dunkin donuts it's not a fucking artisan restaurant it's dunkin donuts you know what you're getting it's the fast food of coffee relax it's not that detrimental to your day <coughs> for you to have to get out of your car and walk to the drive through window and <coughs> get in the way of somebody else doing getting their order what the hell? Y'all asked me, did I want the mocha inside? I said no, on top. Bullshit. What the hell is this? And then y'all gave me an attitude and said I needed to add a quarter in here. No manager, no nothing in here. You're acting a fuck the fool. Okay, so let's go. Can you redo it? You're not making the coffee, so then why am I talking to you? Then why am I talking to you? Okay, I'll be I'll be waiting over here. Thank you. All right. Jesus, the kiosk denied to refund the woman on what? What did they sell? T-shirts? Jesus. Don't do the computer. Oh, damn. She's gonna knock over the computer. She's ruining this kiosk. Like, all the t-shirts just throwing them around. What the fuck? 
Oh! Jesus! Oh, you almost hit the air employee! Security. It's been They're going on for like a minute. <laughs> They're like in every corner. Look, here he comes. Whoa. Look, here he comes. Here comes all security. Here he comes. Yo, this looks Why like my mall. There? In they the don't care. They're used to it. This is hilarious. I should laugh, but. This is over a sweatshirt, by the way. I just want to make that clear. Um, she is freaking out because the sweatshirt is, like, shitty or something. It's, like, cheaply made. It's like, dude, you bought a sweatshirt from a mall kiosk. What did you expect? Ralph Lauren quality? What? What is your problem? Like, people just... Like, this, this year, this past year... Um, People just need reasons to freak out and be angry and break shit. I think, um, what are those, um, those angry rooms called or rec rooms or where you just go and you just destroy everything? Rage rooms. People need to just, I think the government should give out a free pass to everyone. One free pass a month to a rage room. You just go in and just destroy everything. Just have like a full on tantrum. And just destroy the whole fucking place. And not have to worry about any of the consequences. Get out, leave, you feel better. You know, like, I, th I think that would be a great way to use um, our tax money. But, of course, they're not going to listen to me. I'm, I'm full of ideas, but they're not good. They're not, they're not good ideas. But whatever, you know, whatever. Um, let's see where this goes. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel bad they didn't give a refund, but there's probably more to it than that. Homeboy's just trying to make a living. He got an Among Us shirt. Snapchatting too. Oh, she Facebook living. This is wild. I mean, I don't think he wants to get like involved. You know? He has to. It's his job. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. It was that bad of a sweatshirt. Like I just can't. Uh, I don't understand. It's a sweatshirt. Like, what did you expect it to do? Like. Solve world hunger? Sing? Like, what, what, what do you think sweatshirts do? It's a fucking novelty sweatshirt that you got at a mall kiosk. You expect it to be good? You, you paid for it. 
Like, what the hell? You can't do this because they're not accepting your return. What the fuck? Where is this? Is a wig store? Okay, well that's called the uh, that's called discrimination. So you, you guys really want to be? He's a straight white man who is claiming that he is being discriminated against <laughs> because he's not wearing a mask. That's hilarious. You've never been discriminated against in your entire life. You're a white. You're a straight white man. What What are you talking about? What are you on, bro? You crazy? Are you out of your mind? You know that video? Michaela, are you crazy? Are you out of your mind? That's a great video. Um, Susie's looking at me like, what the hell? What are you doing? Sorry. Sorry, Susie. Um, let's see where this goes. Be blasted on the internet because I'm going to get you out of your phone number and everything and you'll be blasted. Otherwise, you can do the right thing and let me walk around right now. Why are you in a wig store? Dude. So do you guys want to get blasted all over the internet? Blasted all over the internet? You want to get blasted all over the internet? Or or do you want to respect my human rights? Is he on Xanax or something? He keeps repeating himself. All these people are like on something. They they have to be. To be doing doing this in public and then recording themselves making a fool of themselves like that. I think is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I care about health so much that I go around and tell people that masks don't work. Oh my god. Like he, they, this is a wig store. Okay. Why is he in a wig store? And yeah, that's like, that's so fucked up that cancer patients come in there to get wigs and he's, he's out there with no mask fucking spreading his germs. Potentially infecting and killing people going through treatment. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care. And if anything, he thinks he's in the right. That's fucked up. That's fucking weird, dude. What are you doing? What are you doing? Well, then you need to leave. We've had thefts in this community, okay? You can do that if you want to. Yes, sir. Thank you. This looks like a professor I had. We've had thefts in the community, okay? And you don't live here. Do you have a reasonable suspicion? The reasonable suspicion is that the possibility that you could be a thief in this area. I have explained to you what I'm doing. I want to know who I'm dealing with. You could be an axe murderer. Okay. So you, could you. you? Yeah. No, not in my uniform. Yes, I'm you at could. Work. No. no, no, no. There have been plenty of cases where officers have broken the law. Okay. Let's not pretend. Nobody not, is perfect. I'm not breaking the law. I'm asking you for your ID so you can show me your identity and I can walk away from here and give you your your uh, identification right back to you and we'll be done. Yeah, that's not that bad. Like, it's not like you're being arrested or anything, dude. Like, yeah, it gets annoying. Like, I hate when cops, like, do that shit, but if you're, like, you're sitting on the side of the road in, like, a, in a neighborhood and in your car just, like, doing what looks like nothing, and, you know, I, 
I don't know. I, I'm mixed about that because anytime that I was pulled over on the side of the road or pulled over in a neighborhood in my car, it was either because I was fucking someone or I was smoking weed or both or both. But it it was never anything good. And, um, you know, I just, uh, so I get why cops, you know, see a car pulled over on the side of the road and they're like, what the fuck? Like, let's see what this is, especially if there's thefts in the area. They want to make sure that, like, they're not seeing the thief right then and there. Because, you know, it's their job to catch the thief. Are you issuing me a not right civil citation? Second. No, not this second. Am I being detained or am I free to go? You're not being detained. You can leave if you want to, yes. Okay, thank you. But if I'm free to go, I'm free to stay. No, you're not free to stay. Yes, I am. Because you're <laughs> is, this a, is this a public street? <laughs> you're suspicious in this area. Okay. I, I don't you know have, if you're getting ready to you go have, in this lady's house and steal anything. You have approached or this lady's me. house or anything. You okay? have approached me. Do you want to leave? You have you approached me. You, can leave. you have approached me, and I have explained what I am doing. I am playing a game on my phone. So That's you think just I'm your a liar? Excuse. So I'm a liar then. Let, you're, me, tell you, you're, let you're, me tell you this, okay? You you're saying I deal with ninety percent of the worst people. Ninety percent of the time. 10% worse for people, okay? Yes, yeah, I understand. Your sense of trust is gone completely. No, it's not there. But just, I'm asking you to, to obey the law. I'm, I'm asking you to obey the law. I am obeying the law. No, you are not. You do no. not have a reasonable, articulable have... yes, suspicion. I yes, I do. What is you your reasonable, in... articulable suspicion you that I am about in... to commit? Wait, is he playing Pokemon Go? Like, what is he, um... That's hilarious. I'm playing a game on my phone. That's kind of weird, dude. <laughs> you can't just... Like, I get that you have to go places in Pokemon Go, and if you live in a town as opposed to a city, that makes it kind of difficult to find spots. But, dude, I'm playing a game on my phone. What? What is wrong with you? If the cop is telling you you're being weird, don't argue with the cop. Why are you doing that? Like, listen, I, I don't trust cops. I don't like cops. I, I don't respect them very much unless they're actually doing something helpful for someone. Um, but this dude, so far, this cop is not in the wrong in any way. He's he's doing his job. Like like he said, there's thefts in the area. Um, and this dude is just sitting there in a neighborhood where he doesn't live in his car. You know, I don't know. He could be like a child abductor. As, as far as we know. We don't know. Have committed or will commit a crime. You are in an area. What is you your reasonable, articulable suspicion okay? that I have committed, will commit, or about or to commit a crime? No, sir, I'm not. Stay there. Now am I being detained, sir? All right, boss. Now you're in violation of traffic law. On top of being in a neighborhood where you don't live. You which, live on Ridge Street, right? Which traffic law am I in violation of, sir? you violation of registration right now. How so? Because this is on a white minivan and the tag comes back to a green car. Well, I can't. That's what we were issued. But if I'm in violation, please issue me a citation. Let me see your registration. 
proof of insurance and ID. Can I get in my thing? Yep, go ahead. No, you can come around. You show that I only have my uh, video from my vehicle. He's not gonna roll it down. He's just wanting to argue the point about everything. He sits here in front of me. No, I just want you to obey the law. It has nothing to do with obeying the law. Yes, it does. I'm on a public street. Yeah, you're on a public street, but you don't live here. So what? You sit in front of somebody's house. I don't know if you're getting ready to take something out of this lady's And I don't know if you're getting ready to shoot me, which is why I put the video camera on. If you feel like that, then oh well, so be it. Thank you. Sit tight a second, sir. I'm not going anywhere. When y'all are done, please wipe your fingerprints off my car. Sir? Your insurance is expired. It says 523. Oh, oh dude, you're so fucked. Insurance, man. Okay. If you get it, just hold it out the window when these deputies get it from you. You put it in your car. Yes, sir. Your registration back. Thank you. I understand that, okay. but what does my ID have to do with making sure the area is safe? Okay. Is the area any more safer now that you've identified me? Yes, and I'm going to tell you how. Okay. The, uh, the explanation that I'm going to give you is the reason why I do what I do. Okay, this area, now that I have your ID, the area, if something does happen, something could happen, there's a possibility of a already known suspect now that was in the area prior to anything happening. So if something happens tonight or the next day or something like that, who's the strange people in the area? That would be you, okay? We will come and talk to you. We will commit an Well, that's fine. Why don't you come and talk to me when you have suspicion of an actual crime? Sir, Sitting if, on the side of the can, road is not suspicion of a crime. Can you just go somewhere else, dude? Like, you're, you're wasting so much time that could be, like, used towards doing something else. Yet, you're sitting here arguing with a cop over the law. He, he knows the law, dude. He knows the law. He's doing his job. Just stop, man. You're just, like, this is such privilege. Like, like white male privilege. To, like, you think, okay... You think of a black person did the same thing, the same exact thing, just different color of skin. How do you think it would go? Completely different, right? That we, that this guy wouldn't have even gotten to this point. He'd already be in custody. Yes, this is a is. this is a road. What crime is is sitting on you a public know anybody road? Anybody in this subdivision? As a matter of fact, I do. Okay, why aren't you sitting in front of their house? Because I already sat in front of their house. I explained to you this is a GPS game. You understand GPS, I know. I understand GPS, and I understand people doing all these games. But if you want to be hard with me as far as I'm not trying to be hard I'm trying to, I want you to obey the law I am doing the law no you are you as, as a corporal is my duty bull as a what? corporal you I'm glad you, you know my job better than I do I don't know your job you better than you, you do but I do know the okay. statute for identify the I was statute. not committing a you know 
the statute for identifying yourself is anybody over the age of 18 has to have a document in their possession of who they are at all times. But I don't have to give it to you. When you are asked and requested Boom. by a by a officer, you, you do have unless to give it to you are issuing me a civil no, or a I criminal don't have to citation, issue anything. Then this is I Nazi Germany. Your, I can ask for your identification at uh, any you, given time. Sure, you can ask for it, but I'm not legally required to give it to you. I'm happy you feel that way. Have a good afternoon, sir. Thank you. You please too. move on. If I'm free to go, I'm free to stay. Oh my I'm God! Ask you are you asking? Please. Are you asking me or ordering me? I'm asking you to leave there. Are you asking me or ordering me? I'm asking you to leave there. If you are ordering me, I will leave. If you are asking me, I would stay. I'd you like to stay. To order you? I'm ordering you to leave there. Thank you very much. I will certainly leave. Oh my God! What a, what an ass! What what a giant ass! What's wrong with my computer now? Oh, it's overloading. I hate when that happens. Um, alright, so we're getting towards the end of the episode here. Um, you know what time it is. It's that time where we answer somebody's problem in relationship advice. So, here we go. Do-do. Do-do-do. All right, we gotta help this dude out and help help the boy out. Um, relationship advice. <clears throat> Girlfriend tries putting finger up my butt. Uh huh. Okay. Hey guys, bit of a weird one here. My tw male twenty nine girlfriend, female thirty seven, keeps trying to put her finger up my butt. Not just during sexy time, but just randomly when we're hanging out. She's told me she does want to try putting a finger up my butt. I was hesitant, but open to it only if I could do the same with her. She's reacted negatively to that, saying it's gay if I do that. Not sure I understand the logic there, but whatever. Is this a joke? So nothing's happened and life's gone on for a few days until she gets it again, just... When we're kissing and hanging, I've told her to stop it, and I'm not interested, but she keeps on with it. I've just been slapping her hand away when she does it and telling her no, but she just seems to ignore it, thinking it's all fun on her part. It's been a couple of weeks now. I'm not sure how to approach it as it's getting beyond a joke now. It's getting to the point I'm going to break up with her. Any advice? Um, parentheses, we've been dating around th four to five months now. Been trying to take the relationship slow. Girlfriend is the opposite, trying to get more and more serious. Already taking talking marriage and kids, which as, isn't anywhere on my radar. Well, you she's not respecting your boundaries. That's a that's not like the top comment says. This is not a healthy relationship. There's a reason people repeat the phrase "no" means no. Okay, so yeah, the fact like I I would not stay with someone who continuously un non consensually Sticks a finger up my butt. That is, uh, that's sexual assault, I think. I, I mean, that could be, depending on how you want to define it. Um, that, that's non-consensual sexual contact, for sure. Um, nobody wants to be, uh, no one wants that to happen to them. Okay, so, 
You gotta find somebody that respects your personal space. And this isn't the person. She sounds kind of scary. She's like a predator going after you like that. You told her to stop. She doesn't care. Like, ow. Dude, ow. You gotta break up. Four, four or five months of dating? That's young. The relationship is young. You, you, there's no expectations to go any further right now. I understand that it would suck to break up. Breaking up sucks a lot. It really does. But if you don't want her to keep putting putting a finger up your butt, if you want to find someone that respects you, you got to break up with her. You got to break it off. And you got to find, like, find someone that wants to take things at the same pace that you do, as well as not putting a finger up your butt. So you got you to gotta break up. You got to break up with her for your own good. Um... Anyways, I have to pee so badly. I've been just chugging these energy drinks. But, alright, I gotta go. Um, sorry for being late on all of these episodes, guys. I, um, you know, there, there's just been so much going on. And I, uh, I've, I've been so just fatigued lately. I've needed time off. I've ne- I, I needed more time off than I thought I needed. But, um, you know, coming back today felt really good. Um, I felt like I had a lot more to, uh, to say. I felt a lot better about the show than I did two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, that, that's that. Um, and to the people that have stuck with it, the people that have stuck with the show that, that are listening now, um, Thank you. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for enjoying this. And, uh, you know, I will continue to do my best with these because I appreciate every single one of you. So if you want to keep up with what's going on here with the show, uh, you can follow. We got a Twitter account. Um, well, we got two Twitter accounts. We got mine at Alex underscore Mador. Um, my last name is spelled M-A-D-O-R-E. Or um, you can go to the Twitter account Short News Pod. Or their Short News Pod on Instagram or Alex Mador on Instagram. Those are the ones. Also Clubhouse, Alex Mador. If you want to join the OCD support group, go right ahead. Um, that's where you can find me. If you have OCD, those types of things, we meet. Tuesday and Thursday nights at 6 Eastern. So, see you guys on um, Monday, right? Monday. I'll see you guys Monday. Do not put your finger up somebody's butt if they told you, if you, they tell you not to. Don't do it. No means no. This has been the Short News Podcast. I love you very much. And I will see you after the weekend. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location, true 50-yard line seats, 
only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it. 